Hello, it's been a while. Did you guys miss me? I bet you did. Well, back to the routine. In this episode, I'm gonna talk about a very important role. Game Master role. I've been talking all this time about the players, and now is the opportunity to show you how it feels to be on the other side of the game. I brought here my friend Diego. A round of applause for this young man here. He was the Game Master in the first RPG I ever participated. So, present yourself. Hello, hello, I'm Diego and I'm 23 and I've been a master since, I don't know, three years and being a master is suffering, but <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first question was, is that how it is to be a GM, a game master? Well, it's all about a project, you have to plan everything beforehand and I use it to spend days thinking about what would I do in the sessions and um, well as an RPG not everything goes as your plan so <laughs> you have to improvise some, <laughs> some parts I think a lot yes. but it depends on the players yes yes it depends a lot on the players so, second question. You need to be a good narrator in this role. Well, it depends on the system you're using. There are some that are more... Uh, how can I say? I forgot the word. Uh, based on the story. And others are more for the fights and this, this kind of thing. So, storytelling. That was the word. The, my... My... my system was more about the storytelling so i used it to well i was obligated to be a good narrator <laughs> but if you you're going to be a gm for or a session of dnd that's not, not the thing that you must but it's good because you can get, get the players involved in the scenario and mm -hmm. things like that so when you are designated to be a GM, you think of the story first or you're improvising? Why? Well, I use it to think first, but uh, <laughs> a lot of sessions I improvise a lot because players are unstable and <laughs> unpredictable. And I had a few problems with one of them. <laughs> one or two. <laughs> okay, you always will have problems with players. That's the general rule of being a game master. And so you must be prepared to improvise. So, what do you do to make the game better? Well, in the beginning, I tried to make my own system with a, a word that I designed to a um, story that, that I was writing at that moment. But, you know, at the first, I, it was really simple. So, when the time passed and I could be able to play another system, I try to improve my system to get, my, get the game to be more funnier hmm. and <laughs> okay. more beautiful. <laughs> what are your favorite types of players? <laughs> the ones that go with the story, because it's really hard when you mm. design a quest 
you are in a tavern and uh, then there's an NPC that gets on the players and say, hey, I have this paper here and I have you to do something. And then it's nice when the players get along with this. Because when the player says no, it, <laughs> it really messes up with the while you're playing and then you have to improvise. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. So it's good to the player to be curious, to be have uh, its own personality to get immersed in the, on the character, but if he <laughs> doesn't play along, it will be a hard time for both uh, of the of the GM and the player. So, you like to put music while you, you're narrating? No, I never tried, but I played on a, a campaign with my cousin, and he was a great GM, by the way. And the music get uh, the atmosphere. It's really good. I re I want to try it someday because it uh, works. What is the best part of being a GM? Well, I am a good uh, a good GM. The, the, not that I'm the best GM of the world, but I'm good with the players. Mm. So. Some gems like to mess with the players, <laughs> but the best part is that you are the bridge between the players and the world, and you connect them, and you guide them to an adventure. And seeing the, how everyone have fun is the best thing about being a gem. <laughs> and the worst part. Oh, <laughs> the worst part. <laughs> Well, I think the worst part is when the players um, aren't having fun. Because I, myself, felt guilty when my players started to become demotivated. I didn't know what to do. And that, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and that got me really upset. You have an encouragement to our listeners who want to be game masters. Well, yeah, it's a good thing to do. I myself prefer to play, but being a game master allows you to change the point of view of the history. Then it's a good experience. Uh, you don't have to do it all the time if you don't like it, because not everyone can do it. Well, we had <laughs> some experience <laughs> with this, don't you? <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's really good to try. Well, you won't know if you are good at it until you try. So, get at it. Okay, then, how you deal with bad players? Well, you try to talk with them uh, after or before the sessions, or you just kill them. <laughs> it's okay. a good way to... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm just kidding. Don't kill your players. <laughs> Being a bad player is not a sin, but should be. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so I think this is it. Well, I don't have much things to, to ask. Diego will probably show up in the, in the next uh, podcast. So I want to thank you, Diego, for coming here and answering all these questions. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I hope you guys like it and see you the next podcast. Or no, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> So, in the next podcast, we're going to talk about mythology inside the RPG and games. See ya!